podcast folks hope you're all doing well out there hope you've had a fantastic couple of weeks now really do apologize about uh my absence it's been pretty fucked up like i hope you've had a better time than me because it's been wild for me uh so it's just a short little episode guys i'm just gonna fucking catch you up what's been going on i'm gonna do plenty more in the future things have got to you know i've got to suss some stuff out in the future right I made it out like that was a big deal. It's not a big deal, guys. It's just fucking what the fuck it is. So I'll let you know what happened. I was hoping to do an extra episode uh, like two weeks ago. Never happened. I ended up going down south with the in-laws and my wife, obviously. Uh, it'd be weird going down with the in-laws without the wife. Uh, she was obviously there as a buffer zone. Uh, then uh, disaster fucking struck, man. So things have gone off the rails. It's pretty fucking awkward in my life right now but whatever here's what happened right so first of all fuck the murray river right so we had rented this nice house on the murray river we went down there for the fucking weekend yeah big family do you know you got the nephews running around hired a boat fucking all that nice sort of family bullshit drinking cooking having fun right this place just fucked me up. Just fucked me up big time. It's like just outside of a little town called Pinjara in the southwest. It's not too far from where I am. It's not, you know, it's barely out of town, right? It's just on the cusp of out of town, right? So people are a little bit hickish, a little bit more bogan, but it's still, you know, it's in the catchment for the big city, so it's not a big fucking deal down there. But um, anyway, so we went down there on Friday, fucking Friday night. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't remember drinking too much. I don't remember whatever. But Jesus Christ, I had a fucking headache from hell, right? On this fucking Friday night trying to sleep. Where the headache's so bad that I can't sleep, right? I can't sleep. The headache's so bad. I'm literally just fucking almost in tears. Just like fucking stop, right? Disaster. Didn't like it. Didn't get much sleep. Whatever. Was in a, you know, not in a mood the next day, but you know, just fucking a little low energy. Or whatever. Something like that, right? So that was already a thing that was like, you know, fuck this place. I never get fucking headaches like this. Fuck it. Let's just plow through the day. So we had a nice morning. We went and got coffee from some fucking hippy-dippy bullshit fucking place. You know, there's always, uh, you know, an over-representation of hippy-dippy bullshit in these country towns, right? There's always a cafe that's sort of, you know, uh, the employees aren't wearing shoes or something like that, you know, they're selling their own homemade giftware, which is just sort of, you know, bits of twine tied in a fancy way or some shit. I don't know. It was kind of that, right? So we did that. It's now in fucking midday, one in the afternoon on the Saturday, right? And fucking lo and behold, in the house that we had rented, just Airbnb or whatever, fucking um, one of the little nephews finds a fucking skateboard, Right? And uh, it's a shit weekend, by the way, guys. It's been pouring with rain the whole time. This is a nice big property, big driveways and all that sort of stuff. Long story short, I'm just rolling around on this skateboard, doing nothing. 
Not trying to ollie, not trying to kickflip, not doing fucking anything. Literally just rolling around. And I, uh, I roll to the edge of the patio, which was undercover. And now I'm no longer undercover. It had been raining. Little bit of a slope. Just went to fucking tic-tac, fucking turn around. Slip. The board slips sideways out from underneath me. Smash I go down on my fucking... On my left uh, elbow, pretty much. Just smashed it like, fuck, this is sore. Might have done something bad, right? I kind of ignored it the rest of the day. Just continued drinking. I actually ended up cooking dinner for everybody that night as well. Uh, with one hand. Um, and, you know, things were okay. I'm fit, poking around my bones. Nothing seems broken. Nothing sticking out. Seems all fine. Whatever. I just drink heaps that fucking night. I was up to like two in the morning. Polished off a fucking nice bottle of scotch. Whatever. Wake up the next morning, have a nice hot shower, trying to loosen the muscles, you know, how that shit fucking, it's always worse the next day, right? That sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's loosening up in the shower. All cool, but twisting my wrist. Just being able to twist my wrist, impossible for me to do. Like, all the willpower in the world just fucking wouldn't let me, t I felt like fucking um, Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, right? Trying to move the little toe. Just like, fucking move this wrist. Couldn't move it. Excruciating amount of pain. That was the day that um, they had rented a boat. So I'm like, guys, all go out, have fun on the fucking boat. I'm going to drive myself to hospital, whatever. Oh, and it's a fucking nightmare because I forgot to charge my phone that night. I'm on like 15% and now I've got a GPS where the nearest fucking hospital is from this fucking hick town. Not that far away, to be honest. Um, found my way to the hospital. Uh, yeah, everything was confirmed. Got the x-rays, got the MRI. I snapped the fucking little head off my... Uh, Radial bone? One of the two bones in your forearm, right? The, the bigger one. So I had, um, yeah, smashed the shit out of the head of that and cracked it off. Um, and I need surgery, is what they've told me. So this is the Sunday fucking, during the day, they cast me up. They say a surgeon will call you. They're going to book you in for some surgery over the next few days, whatever. Go home. Wait for the phone call. Did that. Got back. Went, drove all the way back home, obviously, the Sunday night. In surgery, fucking 6 a.m. Monday morning. It was bullshit. Absolutely fucking bullshit. So, yeah, that's that's what's happened, guys. I've broken my fucking arm from being a retard. I mean, I, I'm a clumsy dude at the best of times. I think my skateboarding days are fucking over, man. Even just rolling around on one. Like, a fall like that should have taken me out. And it's literally like the, the bone that could compromise me ever playing guitar again. So it's a fucking tremendous scare. So that happened. Monday, I'm in surgery, whatever. And that was a whole fucking other story as well. Like, <laughs> I had to go to this new hospital, Fiona Stanley. This new hospital that I've built here in, um, in Perth, WA, kind of in the south side of WA. Um, had to be there at like six in the morning, right? Get there nice and early. I walk in and they say to me, uh, have you got your rat, you know, your rat test, you know, to make sure you don't have COVID or whatever, right? We still have pretty strong rules about our healthcare system and entering it uh, with masks and stuff like that, right? Cool. It's like, no, 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 I was told that you guys would do it here and blah, 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 blah. So they gave me a rad test, came up negative, whatever. They're trying to check me in. And they're like, we have no record of you. Maybe you're thinking about Fiona Stanley Hospital, which is next door. I had gone to the wrong fucking hospital. I'd gone to this one called St. John of God, which is right next door. There's two hospitals right next to each other. That's how retarded Perth is, right? You should spread your hospitals out, I think. That's just my thoughts. I thought it would be kind of pointless to put two next to each other. Or if there are two next to each other, make it one big one. 
So I was nearly late for the fucking surgery, got there, had to get another fucking COVID test for the other hospital, all that sort of shit, waiting around, get in there, get the fucking stuff done, all fine. And you know what they're like at hospitals? Like, it's fucking tremendous, by the way. Like, they got me in and out of there super quick, fucking grateful for all the fucking care that I was given and all that stuff. Didn't cost me a cent because of the fucking socialized healthcare system here in, P in Perth and Australia at large. Um, tremendous. But they're always telling you things like, um, you know, they're... Uh, like asking you the same questions over and over again. And I'm sure this is just to stop anything bad happening, you know, whatever. Like um, I had a reaction to aspirin, for instance, when I was a young child. Um, don't know if I'm still allergic to aspirin, just always avoided it, right? I had a little bit of reaction when I was a kid and my eyes swelled up, went to hospital for a night or something like that, and it was fine. Didn't feel anything bad from it, but, you know, apparently I had a reaction. It's always been somewhere on my medical record to n not give me aspirin, right? Cool. But every fucking nurse and doctor is asking me, what happens if you take aspirin and blah, blah, blah. By the end of it, I've just got to start making up bullshit fucking reactions. Like, oh, fucking the hair on my back just grows at 10 times the rate. And they obviously didn't believe me. Uh, yeah, it's just a f fucking, it's a nightmare. They're asking, oh, so what are we doing to you today? You know, which arm is sore? And it's like the one in the cast, right? Because I've got a cast on at this point before the surgery because they'd cast me up over the weekend. You ask me which arm, it's pretty bloody obvious. And uh, yeah, whatever. Massive fucking thing. They're always telling you like, oh, I've seen worse, I've seen worse. And like, yeah, you feel it. I mean, everybody's having a great time if you compare it to something worse because there's always worse out there. Um, you know, for instance, when I got out of the fucking surgery, right, just wake up out of, out of the anesthetic and shit. Um, chatting to nurses, they're there, you know, doing their observational sort of shit, making sure my heart rate and blood pressure's all good and I'm breathing fine and all that sort of stuff. Poor fucking dude next to me. It's like a 25-year-old guy, the big blue mohawk, fucking handsome-looking dude, like, cool guy, seems great, whatever. He'd just kissed his fucking family pet on its head while it was asleep, which happened to be a Rottweiler, and it, it mauled his face. So this guy's missing half a face. So I'm like, all right, I, I guess I am kind of lucky, right? Just slipping and breaking a fucking arm is absolutely nothing compared to the fucking shit show that this guy has to go through. All this cosmetic surgery and fucking never going to look the same and might have to apply for the role of the next Joker or something. I don't know. But it was pretty, pretty brutal. So yeah, you see it all in the hospital, but I'm all out now. I'm fine. It's, it's all good. I'm, st I'm driving. I've got everything. I'm just getting used to life with one hand. I think I've been doing all right. I've been showering myself one-handed. I've been fucking cooking dinner one-handed. I've been, um, like, one. Of the, actually, one of the most awkward things was putting these fucking headphones on for this podcast. You know, like, over-ear headphones? Putting them on one-handedly is pretty fucking difficult. Um, but, you know, not that difficult, obviously. I got it sorted. I have them on right now. But, uh, yeah... So many things that you, you take two hands for granted for, right? Like even just standing up out of a chair, you don't really realize how you throw both arms forward to get your weight over. So when you've got one strapped to you in a sling, you're kind of like fucking inching your way to the edge of the sofa or the edge of the chair or whatever, like an old man and doing that little lean over to sort of get gravity to assist that last couple of inches. So my wife's having a great time. She's just laughing at me the entire time, seeing uh, all my struggles as comedy which, thank God she is, because I find it funny as well. It's just fucking stupid. I deserve all the pain and all the fucking bullshit that I have to go through because how stupid of me to just fucking 
stack it on a skateboard in my 30s. What a fucking retard, but whatever. I have ruined Curtis's golf trip. We mentioned that he was coming over here in a few weeks for a big golf trip and all that sort of stuff. I was going to play with him a bunch of times. That ain't happening. I ain't playing anything. I've also fucked up this new band because I can't fucking write or rehearse or do anything. <coughs> so that's going to take some time. I might be able to just come up with ideas and MIDI program them and send them to the fellas or something like that. I don't know. We'll get through it, guys. It's been a fucking week. It's been two weeks, but it's been a particularly heavy week for me, I must say. Uh, so I do apologize for not getting an episode out to you last week. Uh, there's tons of new music for us to be checking out. Too much. So I definitely, I'm saying definitely, but let's say 90% chance of me doing an extra episode on Friday just to go straight into music stuff because I didn't get through all the albums I wanted to. And we'll get to them a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I've just been doing shit to fucking entertain myself uh, other than listening to music. You might be thinking to yourself, wait a minute, he can't really do much. He's sitting at home elevating his arm. He should be just listening to music. I thought so too, but nah, just been watching podcasts and just trying to, fucking laugh at stuff so i've been more focused on trying to cheer myself up than um listen to music that uh, might disappoint me because that could ruin my day even more right and uh yeah so oh well, it is what it's so i did miss well not really miss but the fucking the whole hype of in australia was all about the fucking uh the election that happened over the weekend huh did you guys get out and vote i didn't I'm not enrolled. I thought I would enroll myself this year, but um, there's absolutely nothing to choose between. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. So yeah, we have a new prime minister here in Australia. So congratulations to the Labour Party, as opposed to the Liberal Party, because Labour is actually liberal and liberal is actually conservative. You got that? That's how Australian politics works. Two-party system as most democratic uh, countries sort of are, right? <coughs> So we have the Labour, they're kind of the, the lefties, and we have Liberal, they're the righties. We've had Liberal for a while now, um, they've kind of fucking fallen asleep at the wheel or something like that, so I guess the, the country said, no, you're out, whatever, here comes the new guy, a gentleman named uh, Anthony Albanese, which was weird, like when the lecture was coming up, there's all these fucking mainstream news articles talking about like the Italian community of this city or whatever is super excited to have a fucking, a dude of Italian descent running for prime minister, right? Albanese, I guess it's Italian, yeah? And no one's calling him out and being racist. Like, that's the ra most racist shit ever. Like, it's got nothing to do with his policies or who he is or if he's qualified for the job. It's just because he's Italian. That's why you're excited to vote for him. Mainstream media still gets to fucking show these people and not call them out as being racist. But fucking, if there was a black dude and a white dude fucking running for, uh, for office and someone said, you know what, it's, I'm voting for him because he's white. You throw that guy under the bus, right? Because that's a horrible thing to say. That's a disgusting thing to say. But, you know, if there's any other race other than white, you're allowed to be proud of it and you're allowed to fucking uh, be a complete racist piece of shit or whatever. But Anthony Albanese, congratulations. Albanese. And that in no way sounds like anal beadsy. And I really hope that we don't go forward calling this guy anal beadsy. But if everyone seems to think that it fits because he stinks or something like that or whatever, you know, Anthony anal beadsy. It's, you know, it's a fine name. It's a fine name. It's a nickname, just like ScoMo for Scott Morrison. The last, you know, Australians will make nicknames for people. And I'm kind of hoping uh, anal beadsy kind of sticks. Um, 
just because it's funny or whatever. But, you know, that's one big piece of news. But no one's really watching that because the Johnny Depp Amber Heard fucking trial is still going on. When is this going to fucking end, guys? I was, I was into it for the, like the first week or so. It was enjoyable. It's fun. It's fun to sort of see like the courtroom sort of play out in a certain way and a very charming guy sort of answer very obscure questions, you know what I mean? About, like people shitting on his bed and stuff like that. And um, yeah, Johnny Depp's just a charming guy. Amber Heard's an obviously uh, crazy piece of shit. Um, and so now as she's on the stand, it's just all fucking boring. It's just fucking over it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know when this is going to end. I'm looking forward to it just ending so we can put a fucking pin in it. Because this is getting a bit out of control. And, you know, I don't know. What, like, why is it that Johnny Depp sounds like a British Native American? You, you ever thought about that? Like, where does his accent come from? He sounds like a British Native American to me. Um, and if I was good at accents, I'd absolutely do it. But um, I'm not. But just think about his voice and think about British Native American, which I know sounds like an abstract thing. But it fucking fits, guys. So that's kind of been entertaining me a little bit, fucking music stuff. Uh, by the way, um, you know, I mentioned last episode uh, that I was on uh, another podcast. Um, so the guys from the Mission Control podcast here in Perth, they've been doing their podcast for fucking um, since the 70s or something. And uh, so they asked me on to be a guest and I did. And the episode's finally out and released. So if you want to check it out, um, Mission Control podcast on Spotify or wherever else you get your um your podcasts or whatever. Um, you know, we chatted for a good couple of hours. It didn't all make the cut, so it might seem a little bit jarring when you're listening to it because, you know, I might say things like, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about before, but that before part was missing. So it kind of seems like I'm a crazy person, which I am, so whatever. It fucking is what it is. Is what it is. Anyway, Let's fucking just get into music for this week, guys. Like I said, we'll keep it nice and short. I'll catch up with you guys again in a few days because um, I've got a bunch of other albums that I want to get through. And you know, It'll be the end of the month, so we'll get to do our little nostalgia loop thing. I'll get to check out fucking some of the greatest uh, albums that came out 30 years ago uh, in, what month is it, May? And uh, you know, we'll see what fucking tops the pops or whatever the fuck. So anyway, new music. Checked out a few albums, at least, that we can talk about. Uh, first one, let's talk about just a single. A single track uh, that was uh, nearly a decade in the making, apparently. Well, it's been eight years since their last release, which I believe was 2014, if my maths are correct. My Chemical Romance. I never got into this band back in the day. Never got into them. Never got into emo stuff. Like, I was an old school rocker, right? Like, so I loved my like fucking Metallica and shit. Yeah. Uh, especially in the early 2000s and stuff like that. So a band like My Chemical Romance, I always thought it was kind of lame. It's this fucking emo subculture or whatever. Um, and I know that fucking My Chemical Romance have come out against that genre title, saying like they hate it. They hate the the idea of an emo being uh, emo being a fucking subculture or something like that. But guess what? You don't get to choose your fucking labels, guys. <laughs> you know. If you're a fucking emo band and you just happen to not like the name emo, you're still fucking emo, right? If you're a fucking country band and you want everybody to think of you as jazz or heavy metal or something that you're not, you can't just force that label on yourself. I know this is getting into weird territory because of the trans community, all right? 
because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, your fucking labels are not up to you. It's for everybody else to identify you, you know? I could identify as not an asshole. That doesn't mean that it's true. You know what I mean? Anyway, whatever, fucking. So My Chemical Romance, they brought out a new single. It's called The Foundations of Decay. Um, so like I said, it, it, yeah, it's an all right song. It's fine. I never really got into them um, in that screamo, emo, uh, whatever. I, it's just a kind of rock music of sorts, metalish, rockish sort of music. Um, this album doesn't feel like it's got eight years of extra maturity behind it. Album, sorry, this single, this song, The Foundations of Decay, doesn't feel like it's got that really behind it. It's just another song of theirs, I guess. I'm not super familiar with their back catalogue, but obviously when I played this song, um, I listened to a, a few of their older tracks from their latest al uh, album prior, back in 2014, which I guess was their latest album, right? Um, and yeah, it was still in the exact same vein. They've done, they haven't done anything radical to their music or genre or anything like that, so they might still be emo. And maybe it's cool to be emo now, so now they're going to embrace it or something like that. Fucking things swinging roundabouts, don't they, guys? So, yeah, My Chemical Romance, welcome back. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's just a single song, so obviously it's kind of hinting at a new album. Haven't looked into when the release date is or whatever, but, you know, when you ever see a, a, a new single come up and it's got brand new artwork and some other sorts of little Easter eggs in that artwork, you're like, well, this isn't a single. This is going to be the artwork for the album. It should be coming pretty soon. Who knows? They might trickle feed it. They might just drop it on us randomly. Who the fuck knows? But yeah, check it out if you can. If you liked Chemical Romance back in the, um, you know, mid-2000s, I guess, then this is definitely for you. If you didn't know that they had a new song, now you do. That's what we're here for. So yeah, check that out. What else did I look at? <sighs> or listen to, I should say. Um, Kendrick Lamar's new album. I did listen to that. Fucking... What's it called? Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And yeah, it's all right. It's, it, you know, it's not bad. I actually had quite a good time listening to this album. It's pretty fun. It's fun. It's all over the place. But, you know, these big new hip-hop albums are going to always uh, divide people in certain ways or something like that. Production's amazing. It, yeah, it's, it's, it probably deserves a, an extra listen, to be honest. So I don't want to get too deep into it, but... You know, if I fall in love with it even more over the next little while, we'll chat about it. But yeah, it seems fine. But it's one of those albums that like, uh, you hear a lot of this uh, in the hip hop sort of world where there's the kind of weird interludes and stuff like that throughout the album, you know, where it might be a song or a big intro to a song where it's really just like people chatting about something or you hear people talking. It just sort of seems like off the cuff sort of shit. It's like the amount of fucking production and thought that goes into all of the music on the album. There's got to be some that goes into that sort of weird banter that appears, right? Like, is that scripted? Are they hiring actors, voice actors for that shit? Or is it literally just something that someone recorded on their phone one drunk night and was like, fucking yeah, chuck this in the album, that'd be sick. I don't know, I don't know. I find it fucking super cheesy. Um, but it's there. It's there in this album. So, you know, obviously skip over those tracks because they're not actually songs. Uh, but, yeah, not a bad album. Not a bad album. I did have fun. Some of the tracks better than others. Obviously, that happens with every album. But this one's fucking... I don't know. I, I needed to give it another listen. I'm not going to say too much about it. Kendrick Lamar, fucking uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Um, so, I don't know. Who's Mr. Morale and who's the Big Steppers? He's got to be referring to something. I have to dig a bit deeper to find out, I reckon. 
Uh, but whatever. I, I, I checked out the new Black Keys album. Uh, excuse me. Uh, it's called uh, Dropout Boogie by the Black Keys. So uh, if you don't know anything about the Black Keys, it's a fucking little, um, like, kind of an indie, bluesy, rock kind of duo from the States. And uh, the new album's uh, pretty fun. You know, it's what it's whatever. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's fun, but it's like a genre of music I could... It's my least favorite genre of music, which is country and western music. Country music just... Uh, I can appreciate guitar playing when I hear it, and country music is fucking great at doing wicked, you know, bluesy stuff, which blurs barriers between fucking major and minor and stuff. That's always fun and impressive, but it's sort of wanky and kind of loses a lot of soul because it's not hooky enough or progressive enough, or it's kind of doing tricks within a very well-established pocket, right? Which is blues, right? Um, and this album's kind of, uh, you know, some songs do take that kind of more indie rock psychedelic sort of train that's going on these days, right? It's got that, and that's fun. That's fine. I like it. Um, but then most of the songs just seem like country songs, and, you know, could do without them, but they're fine. They're fine. Sounds all right. So, yeah, check it out. Dropout Boogie by the Black Keys. Um, I don't really know what else to say about them, because, you know, they've been around for a while, right? Early 2000s, is that, am I right? With the Black Keys around then? I don't know. They've made a decent impact on the world. Everyone's kind of heard of the Black Keys. But can you name me a song? I don't know. What are their big bangers? I'm going to have to check that out. I know I'm missing something here. Fucking contact us. Write in and let me know how fucking naive I am about the Black Keys, right? Because I definitely am. I definitely am. Anyway, the the best album, the best album that I, uh, as far as I listened to, right, the one that I enjoyed the most, I'm not saying it's objectively better, although there's probably some parameters that you could point to, uh, was uh, recommended to me by um, our good friend Joe Filicama, who has been on this podcast a few times, maybe just once, I don't know, uh, but I put his music on a few times, you remember we were talking about an artist named Bloom? Uh, he's actually got a, a new track out, so if you've got SoundCloud or whatever, fucking, um, yeah, check out Bloom, he's got a new track out, uh, something to do with Prism. Um, I forget the name. Damn it! It was actually a pretty catchy name, but whatever. Uh, so he recommended this album to me, an album by a Dutch trio in the drum and bass space uh, called Noisier. And the album's called Closer. Uh, and I checked it out, and it's pretty fucking cool. i got to listen to this one again. This is one of those ones where I'm on the fence whether or not it's a good stereo that you need for it or good headphones. Either way, it feels like an audio files album. It feels like that. There's something going on with the production that's just fucking mwah, crisp as fuck. And they're doing shit. So what Joe explained to me was that apparently these guys um, kind of invented a lot of the tropes that the drum and bass community pull from these days, right? So they're kind of like the OGs. They're like, well, in his words, they're the goats, right? Uh, and you can you can definitely tell they're good at what the fuck they do with this album. And it's a long album. It's like, uh, you know, an hour, nearly an hour and a half, I believe. Something like that. And, you know, there's, as with all new albums that seem to come out now, there's fucking little hints of featuring this guy here. And, you know, these guys, you know, collabs all the way through it. Uh, Skrillex appears on a couple of tracks, I believe, on this album. Um, and it's really cool. I, I dig it. I mean, obviously in that drum and bass space uh, and you start getting a bit experimental trying to push the envelope a little bit, you will 
come across things that might sound uh, glitchy or not super musical or whatever, but you got to appreciate what they're doing. They're fucking control over bass, bass synths. It's fucking amazing. Some of these sounds that they're pulling out are just fucking, ah, oh, I wish I could do that. I don't, don't have the fucking presets. I don't have those plugins. I don't have that computer power to make those fucking wicked bass sounds. Maybe I do, and I'm just not good at using them. But they are. These guys are good. They're out of the Netherlands, and they're called Noisier. If you haven't heard of them, if you've got anything to do with drum and bass, apparently you should have heard of these guys. Um, but yeah, the album's pretty fucking cool. It's called Closer. So go check it out, and later in the week, we'll talk about a bunch of new other albums. You know, there's a new Florence Machine album I need to check out. Fucking Harry Styles has got a new album out that everyone seems to be mentioning. I don't know. I've heard Harry Styles being talked about fucking heaps, and I still have held off from really checking him out. So I might do a bit of a dive into Harry Styles and see what all the fucking fuss is about, hey? Uh, but that'll be later in the week. Maybe Friday I'll get that um, episode out to you guys and uh, we'll see how it goes from there. All right. So we covered it all. I knew it was going to be a little short episode this week, guys, because like I said, I'm a fucking retard. I've injured my arm. I'm just, you know, feeling sorry for myself, drinking... Uh, I would say I'm drinking to combat the pain, but it's the boredom more than the pain because I really don't have much pain. It's it's fine. They prescribe me a whole bunch of fucking bullshit tramadol and other painkillers or whatever. I haven't touched them yet, so I haven't needed to. Although I might because I had to get my fucking COVID booster as well earlier in the week and they put it in the same fucking arm. Um, so, you know, I was talking to the nurses and I'm like, what do you recommend? Should we just double down on this already injured arm? And they're like, yeah, it's probably good. You're not using it anyway. Fuck yeah. All right. But yeah, but then it's right up in the shoulder. So that's like the only muscle I could do to elevate my arm. And now it's fucking brutally sore as well. God, I'm just complaining about shit. Fuck. Sorry about that, guys. I'm not normally like that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, let's have a fun week out there. Now, I do remember. Uh, uh, sorry. There is something I needed to talk about. Last episode of the podcast... I've been hit up by a few people letting me know that uh, something happened and the end part of the episode's just missing. Just cuts off somewhere. I'm kind of saying my goodbyes at the end of the episode, right? And I'm um, about to introduce a song that I was going to show you guys. And it cuts off. And so people were speculating, like, oh, did copyright finally fucking sting the jam room or whatever and, and cut out? Guys, copyright doesn't work that way. If they were going to copyright strike me, they would just take the whole fucking episode down, right? And usually they, they email me and let me chat to them and, and see, because everything we do is fucking under fair use, right? I'm trying to educate you guys to check out new music, so you've got to fucking hear it. How, how can I recommend a band that, uh, you know, apart from, like, elaborate uh, descriptions of it, sometimes I want to show you the music so you can go check it out and get educated on this band that you might not have heard of before and stuff like that or whatever. That's my legal defense. Um... That never happened, and I was wondering what the fuck was going on, uh, because I do do two completely separate RSS feeds for Spotify and for um, basically everything else, uh, and it happened on both. So I looked into it. Turns out it was all me. I fucked it up. When I bounced that episode, I didn't bounce it to the right bar, and I just cut it off myself and never checked. I don't really listen back to these podcasts, guys. I'm sorry. Um, so what did you miss? Fucking nothing. Uh, you missed the song I was going to show you, and to prove that it's not fucking copyright, I'm going to put it up at the end of this episode. And you missed me saying, um, take care now, bye-bye then. That's about it, right? Uh, so the song I was going to show you, just to take you back to 
last episode a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about, oh, let me pick up my notes. I'm still doing things one-handed. We're talking about all sorts of um, more heavier bands last week, last episode, two weeks ago. Um, and we talked about a band uh, called Wind Waker and they had an album out called Love Language. And I was talking about um, how much Curtis fucking loved this uh, album and particularly this particular song, right? The song is called Trenches. He thought it was like his song of the year or whatever. So I wanted to show you guys just so you, you know, get in touch with what Curtis's tastes are a little bit more and stuff like that. And, just, you know, it's an education, right? Education. So that's all you missed. So I'm going to chuck it in at the end here. And I'll chat to you guys later in the week, all right? Have a fucking fantastic time, guys. If there's albums out there you want me to check out um, and you think I should check them out, uh, email me, scott at thejamroom.com.au. All the other shit is in my description of this podcast, or should be. I'll see how I go. I'm doing everything one-handed. Um, so, yeah, you're about to hear a song from the band called Wind Waker, which, ah, oh, goddammit, there's something else. They're out of Melbourne, aren't they? They're another fucking Aussie band, I think. Oh, no, they're, they're originally from Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga. All right, but they're in Melbourne now. All right, that makes sense. All right, whatever. Song's called Trenches, guys. You're about to hear it. Have a fantastic fucking week out there. Hopefully you get to play more music than I can. Take care now. Bye-bye then. <laughs>